Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush, and Donald Trump. And a friend of mine for a long time, he uh, only likes politics. If you ask him about how are the Yankees doing, he has no interest. If you ask him almost anything, he likes politics and he's a professional at the highest level. Roger Stone. All of these presidents relied on one man to secure their seat in the Oval Office. That man is Roger Stone. This is the Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. Presented by Legacy Precious Metals. I'm Roger Stone, and yes, this is the Roger Stone Show here at 77 WABC Radio. We are indeed the crown jewel of AM radio, where we're making talk radio great again. Joining me now is Salvatore Greco, a uh, former member of the New York City Police Department, a I think a 14-year veteran of the force, uh, a man who served the people of New York uh, with distinction, uh, often pulling the midnight shift, uh, the graveyard shift in some of the most dangerous precincts in the city. Uh, Sal Greco was terminated by the New York City Police Department. I think that was back in 20... Uh, 21, uh, I think it was, uh, and uh, he was terminated because it was alleged that he violated a New York City police regulation that said that police officers could not associate with individuals who in the past or in the future might reasonably uh, be expected to engage in criminal activity. Specifically, uh, his friendship with me uh, got him terminated by the NYPD. The, the problem with that, of course, is that that regulation doesn't seem to have been uh, uh, evenly applied to everyone at NYPD, uh, both historically and uh, currently. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams, uh, who is, of course, himself, uh, a veteran of the New York City Police Off ca- uh, Department, where he served as a captain, writes uh, in his own biography uh, about uh, providing personal security services for Mike Tyson uh, and Louis Farrakhan, uh, both of them uh, convicted felons, uh, has a long association with the Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, another man who has uh, a record. Uh, so if this regulation is applied to Sal Greco, who just happens to be a friend of mine and uh, in his off-duty hours a supporter of President Donald Trump, well, then it would have to be applied evenly uh, to all New York police officers. Uh, and uh, he has filed a lawsuit against the city of New York. That lawsuit has survived two attempts uh, at dismissal by the city of New York uh, and is going now finally to go into the discovery phase and then ultimately go to trial. But Sal Greco has uh, very actively uh, defended himself uh, both uh, in a number of interviews and here on social media. Uh, and it's his contention that that regulation, the very same regulation under which he was terminated, lost his pension, 
lost his good conduct letter, which prevents him from getting work as a police officer in another jurisdiction, should he choose to do so, despite an unblemished record of service uh, as a cop, uh, is uh, being violated by others at the highest levels of the NYPD today. Sal Greco, welcome to the Roger Stone Show. Uh, thanks, Roger. It's an honor to be on the Roger Stone Show, WABC. Uh, look, you have uh, been very, very aggressive uh, regarding the injustice uh, that's been done to you. I think I capsulized it correctly, but uh, there was some big breaking news this past Thursday uh, that entails other high-level members of the New York City Police Department that seem to have violated this very same regulation under which you lost everything, your your job that you loved, your pension, your good name. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, certainly, Roger. So uh, as uh, originally was broken on WABC radio by myself on uh, on a show on with Dominic Carter and then with Sid Rosenberg on Sid Ro- Rosenberg's show, uh, I came to, to find out about this place. It's called Consa Frito in the Bronx. It's a restaurant lounge. Uh, this is a place that is owned by the police commissioner of New York City, the current one, Ed Caban, his brother, Richard. Richard is a former MIPD lieutenant. Uh, also, in this place, we've come to find out that the creator or manager, as it's written in his own LinkedIn, Jimmy Rodriguez, who is an infamous character, he's a self-admitted criminal, and as we came to find out through sit-down news, he is also a mob associate. He is involved with this place as the manager, creator, co-owner, whatever you want to call it. So uh, this place, Roger, is frequented by the majority or the uh, a high percentage of high-ranking members of the New York City Police Department, such as Ed Caban, the chief of department, Jeffrey Madry, his assistant commissioner, uh, Kaz Daudry. Uh, you know, the list could go on and on. It's very high-ranking NYPD officials. They have parties there. And uh, the, main, the main benefactor also being New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, Eric Adams was there for a birthday party, as it stated in this article that was written by the city. Uh, and in the city, it stated that uh, they have a 50 by 100 foot dining structure that's adorned with a fake green plastic leaves and a pink neon sign. And this structure, Roger, has been, it was condemned from the beginning where when they originally received their liquor license back in uh, what was it? June of July, I believe, of 2022. And it stated in the Department of Buildings record, which you can actually look this up on the Department of Buildings record in New York City on their website. And when you put in the address, 1315 Commerce Avenue, that they had received a summons. And, and that's how they got their SLA license is that they told them that the structure had to be torn down. They, they, they believe the structure was unsafe, making it a public safety hazard for that structure to be active. But they never did, Roger. They kept the shed up, and they had numerous parties there. Now, what we didn't know, and what I, I is written in this article, Roger, is that you know there was also the fire department uh, uh, hit them with, I believe it's 17 violations 
17 violations, and then they went back in October of this year, and they hit them with 17 violations in August of 2022, Roger. And in October of this year, another FDNY unit went, and they hit them with another violation. So they had 18 fire violations. Roger, with all of this going on, there's been no enforcement there. None. Zero. Remember of the characters that go there. You have the police department. We have Eric Adams going there. We have uh, State Assembly Leader Carl Hasty going there. We have the uh, District Attorney of the Bronx, Darcel Clark. We have the most infamous character there is the New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, going there. So uh, this place should never have gotten this far being open, having a liquor license, carrying out these parties with all these violations, Roger. Uh, it's it's really kind of speaks to the double standard here. It seems to me, uh, I was shocked when I heard, for example, that Cardi B, uh, a, a rapper who has a number of songs about killing the police, uh, actually was invited to speak at the New York City Police Department Academy, which means uh, she had to come in contact with the top brass uh, of the NYPD, and that's a clear violation of the very same regulation under which you were terminated uh, and lost everything. I showed up for your administrative trial. Uh, that seemed to really upset uh, those who were persecuting you. I showed up simply to issue moral support. Uh, it's very important to recognize that while Sal Greco uh, and I were both uh, in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Uh, neither one of us was at the Capitol. Neither one of us had any knowledge uh, before the fact or in real time about any illegal activity at, at the Capitol or anywhere else in Washington, D.C., uh, despite the insistence of some on MSNBC, no, I was never in any war room at the Willard Hotel uh, working on uh, getting the U.S. Senate to delay the certification of the Electoral College. I'm familiar with the underlying legal theory on which some sought to do that. I just, I'm not a lawyer, but based on my study, I don't think that's necessarily illegal, but I was uninvolved in that process. The Washington Post, not exactly friends of mine, admitted that at least three sources told them I was never in any war room at the Willard Hotel. Although CNN said it on the air just again the other day, uh, and uh, there's no allegation that uh, either uh, Sal Greco or myself did anything wrong on January 5th or 6th. It is very interesting that uh, a member of the Oath Keepers who had been assigned uh, as a volunteer to a security detail for me because I couldn't wash, walk around Washington, D.C. without security. It's a very dangerous place. Testified under oath 
uh, in uh, the administrative proceeding regarding the termination of Officer Greco uh, that uh, I was completely unaware and uninvolved in any way in any activities uh, by the Oath Keepers uh, on January 6th, and several of them would later, including this gentleman, Joshua James, would later be charged, uh, although I don't believe he has yet been sentenced uh, uh, and, uh, and convicted. But he, he's already testified under oath that that had nothing whatsoever to do with me or with Officer Greco. So uh, this is guilt by association. Uh, and Officer Greco is being held to a uh, different standard than current members of the brass of the New York City Police Department. Now, look, we are critics of uh, Mayor Eric Adams who, by the way, was first on my uh, 15th annual best uh, dressed list that I published on New Year's Day, because regardless of what you think of the job he's doing as mayor or the uh, various scandals swirling around his administration, two things are true. One, he's extraordinarily well-dressed, probably the best-dressed mayor since New York City Mayor Jimmy Walker, Bo James, they used to call him. And secondarily, to be fair, uh, Mayor Adams has, and no one in his administration, has been charged or convicted of any crime. All we know is what we read in the New York Post and the New York Daily News uh, about ongoing investigations. But, Sal, what is the status of your uh, lawsuit uh, against uh, those who terminated you? Well, Roger, at the end of this month, in January, I should be hearing from the city's attorneys, and we were going to discuss um, the discovery, some of the discovery that we have uh, asked for from the city. And it might be a little back-and-forth banter, I guess, but, uh, you know, with this new revelation from from this concert freak, though, I mean, right here, Roger, in this article, it's, this, this is... So the, the uh, owner's... Uh, put a, a, an eviction lawsuit together. The owner of the property says right here, Joseph the Donna the third initiated an eviction lawsuit in September. And he says the order, the owners ignored the judge's order from December 26th to stop using the outside space. And here, here's the thing that's disgusting here, Roger. So on, of all days, January 6th of 2024, there was a, NYPD-sponsored event at Concerfrito. It was called Winter Wonderland. It's a toy drive event for children, okay? Recognize that this place is not only a fire trap, which if you remember in the Bronx, there was a place called Happy Days, which is why all these rules and regulations are in place. So it's not only a fire trap, but a complete public safety hazard with all these violations. And you know who was... Bringing the children in, Roger, New York Police Department buses were bringing in women and children. There's pictures online to this event to be in a place that shouldn't even be open. And that is a public safety hazard to children, to, to people, to the personnel, the NYPD personnel there, in defiance of a court order, which we, as you know, Roger, we go back on my case the NYPD violated a court order the way they handled the uh, uh, my case and how they went after with the subpoenas and all that. 
So, Roger, there were children at this event, which, by the way, is sponsored on a flyer, was sponsored by New York Police Department Internal Affairs Bureau and the mayor's office. Okay, so they are basically busing in people into a fire trap. I want people to understand this. This is the integrity and the and the mindset of the New York City Police Department, the leadership there, and the mayor of New York City. Okay, so they, on January 6th, had this party, and it's referenced here, right in this article. So, Roger, with something like this being presented, if, 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 now it, it will be presented in my case, I mean, how, how do you believe the city or, 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 or the NYPD would answer this? Because I'm saying, Roger, I believe that with everything we're hearing here, I'm calling on the United States uh, Attorney of uh, of Southern District of New York, who's already investigating Eric Adams. What What he should do is look into this entire case, how Consofrito has all these violations and no one's enforcing anything, nobody's going there. Eric Adams was already under a cloud of dust because he was speeding up. There's allegations of him speeding up uh, uh, inspections for the Turkish embassy, which was right before and during the beginning weeks of his mayoral ship when he first started. If we're going to, if you're going to investigate him for that, you should be looking into this. And it's not only him. You have the police commissioner that's there, the attorney, uh, the district attorney of the Bronx. You have the attorney general of the state of New York that's always there. This can only be handled at a federal level. It needs to be looked at, Roger. This is ridiculous that children were bust into this event knowingly. They knew that this place has all these violations. It's a fire hazard. Uh, this is a disgrace, Roger. And, and, and people, you know, some people on the station like to cozy up to, uh, you know, Eddie Caban and Kaz Daudry. Someone needs to ask them what the hell this was all about and, and why they would do this. This is this is purely disgusting, Roger. Well, we have all viewpoints here at 77 WABC. It's one of the great things about uh, this station. Uh, I want people to understand, Sal, what this has been like for you personally. I mean, uh, you've you've burned through your life savings, uh, spending it uh, on lawyers, just seeking to get uh, your good name back and to get your back pay and perhaps even get damages given what they have done to turn your life uh, uh, upside down. Uh, as I recall, uh, for reasons that don't make any sense, given your unblemished record of service to the city, uh, this, the NYPD actually had you under surveillance at, at, at some point, uh, and uh, you couldn't even attend your own father's funeral when he passed away in the middle of this controversy. That's right, Roger. While this was going on, uh, my father, unfortunately, became sick and ultimately uh, he he succumbed to brain cancer. And um, I was at the hospital in his final moments. But while I was going to the hospital, there was a vehicle that surveyed me there. Uh, They treated me like I was uh, Juan Pablo Escobar. I mean, they thoroughly investigated me. But yet, while this is going on, they're all hanging out with Jimmy Rodriguez. And this goes back to Police Commissioner Shea, Police Commissioner Sewell, and Police Commissioner Caban. They're all pictured with this guy and going to one of his places, or he brings the you know the party to them. And uh, this was this has been a lot. This has been uh, 
you know, it's been, it's taken a toll on me, Roger, and my family. And you know, because there was also a period that I wasn't allowed to speak to you, if you remember that. They had, they had ordered me not even to speak to you, as if you were uh, the boogeyman. And, and the NYPD treated this as if it was, you know, an investigation into, uh, you know, some, uh, some, some uh, mafia killer or something. You know, meanwhile, when they, find, when they finally investigated me thoroughly and ended this, they themselves, they established that, one, I was not involved with starting a quote-unquote civil war, as somebody gave him a blank letter, letter and stated, and two, that I have no liability, either civil or criminal, in regards to the events of January 6, 2021, or any other nefarious conduct on any other date. And everything that's come about this since then, when they try to drum up my name or your name into something, is basically they are falsely accusing me repeatedly of basically guilt by association because me and you are friends. And anything else that comes about because of that is just another version of political fodder. Yeah, people need to understand the concept of clickbait. You see, when you when you use, for example, my name in a headline and people click on that story, uh, well, the website, uh, which may or may not be legitimate or unbiased, makes money. So I get accused of all kinds of things that I had nothing to do with. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, about a week ago, uh, my, uh, my nemesis, Ari Melber, uh, on MSNBC, uh, has a breathtaking report uh, that says Roger Stone advocated that President Donald Trump invoke the Insurrection Act prior to the 2020 election. Well, when you examine it, what you find out is that that's true. A year before the 2020 election, when Black Lives Matter and Antifa was burning down large swaths of the Pacific Northwest and the Midwest, uh, I did say that I thought the president, whose first responsibility as president is to restore order, uh, should have uh, employed the Insurrection Act. It would have saved lives. It would have saved uh, the, uh, we would have avoided damages of millions and millions of dollars of both public and private property. Would have saved thousands of people from being injured. Let me remind you that President George H.W. Bush uh, invoked the Insurrection Act uh, after the Los Angeles riots uh, in the wake of the Rodney King killing. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but you see the implication is uh, that it had something to do either with uh, the election of 2020 or it had something to do with January 6th, neither of which is true. Uh, but I'm sure they got a lot of clicks by that disinformation, by that smear, uh, they continue to insist that I'm a, an architect of the fake electors uh, scheme. I've never used the word fake electors in my life, uh, and I've read the Electoral College Act, uh, and it's very clear that when there is a, a legal action pending in a given state, uh, and there's controversy pending in the courts regarding the outcome of an election uh, that the formation and filing of an alternative elective elector slate 
exactly as John F. Kennedy did in Hawaii in 1960. By the way, uh, on election night, uh, the electors for Richard Nixon were certified uh, uh, after the absentee ballots were selected. It was learned that John Kennedy had actually carried Hawaii uh, and his alternative uh, selectors were seated and recognized by the U.S. Senate. Nothing criminal there. Uh, but it's this ongoing uh, clickbait campaign uh, that is just designed to drag your name through the mud. Uh, folks, if you're just tuning in, I'm Roger Stone. This is The Roger Stone Show at 77 WABC. Uh, don't touch that dial. We are always at 770 on the AM dial. But, uh, well, if you're out of town, you can always listen to us at WABCradio.com, where we are now streaming worldwide. So check it out. Uh, take a minute, really, to go to the App Store and download the 77 WABC radio app, the Red Apple app, uh, to get all of the best programming, both talk and entertainment, right here at the most vibrant uh, AM radio station in America, 77 WABC. Uh, I'm talking to uh, New York City uh, police veteran, Salvatore Greco, a man with a, an unblemished record of service to the people of New York, who I believe has been subjected to a grave uh, injustice. Uh, Sal, let's talk for a moment about a city I love, New York City, uh, and the quality of life there. I am uh, shocked that, for example, the Roosevelt Hotel, which is on the list of historical landmarks, uh, once uh, the elite headquarters of New York Governor Tom Dewey, uh, New York City Mayor John V. Lindsay, uh, New York Governor Nelson Rockefeller, uh, the New York County Republican Committee uh, is now uh, a migrant shelter uh, that the New York City Police Department have to go to virtually daily because of uh, crimes being committed there either against or by uh, illegal migrants. Uh, mayor Adams, when he was running for mayor, said that he was proud of the fact uh, that New York City was a sanctuary city. He subsequently said uh, that uh, this influx, this invasion of illegals, which is stretching uh, social services to the breaking point, uh, had the capacity to destroy the greatest city on earth. And then I see the, the, the tree lighting ceremony at Rockefeller Center, uh, uh, marred by protests and violence. Uh, this really, this really breaks my heart. New York City is the greatest city on earth. Uh, but what I see here is the destruction of the city. Uh, I know that you are a, were a proud member of NYPD, but under this current leadership, would you even want your job in the New York City Police Department back again? Would you? And if you did take it back, would you allow, be allowed to arrest anybody who was it you found who in the, in the process of committing a crime? Uh, actually, Roger, uh, I believe it is really a hands-off policy with the uh, illegal immigrants and the undocumented that are there. If they commit crimes, you could see that they have 
Uh, I want to give a big kudos and a shout-out to Curtis Sleeper, who's actually been on the forefront of this, exposing this every turn with uh, John Tobacco, had a, plenty of rallies for the people to defend themselves in their neighborhood where they were trying to put all these uh, undocumented in shelters. And there's all kinds of violations that Eric Adams is just trying to stomp on things, uh, you know, people's uh, neighborhoods and their, and, and, their, and their rights and their protests, that peaceful protests, they want the cops to be very hands-on. And these protests, they're very hands-off. And that, that comes from the top, Roger. And, and with these certain characters, these nefarious characters that are in charge today, the NYPD, I got to be honest, Roger, I don't know if I would want to be a New York City police officer. And it's a shame because... I did my job with distinction. I'm a highly decorated officer with an unblemished record. And uh, in all honesty, I think New York City, they lost an asset when uh, I was terminated. And there's other officers now that are in the same category as me that are retiring and leaving for the very same reason, Roger. It's, uh, this leadership seems to be more enamored with the nightlife and being out there in the spotlight, you know, uh, almost rubbing elbows with the uh, characters, we'll say infamous characters, than actually governing the city of New York and keeping people safe. All right. Unfortunately, we are out of time. I want to thank uh, my guest, uh, former New York City police officer Salvatore Greco. I'm Roger Stone. This is The Roger Stone Show at 77 WABC Radio, and we will be right back. 